0: Okay. Well, you guys in there, whenever you're ready, um, we're ready. So, honey, you need your headphones on? Oh, hey.
1: Welcome to Flipping Off, a purpose-driven podcast about flipping houses and making a difference.
0: Well, hello, everyone. Dave Boswell here, along with my wife, Melina Boswell. Hey. Founders of New Wealth Advisors Club, and we're sitting in the studio today. We've got... Uh, Mr. Tim Wilkinson,
2: good morning. Good morning. Happy to be back.
0: (laughs) Yes, we are back again. And then this mysterious person that's in the room with us. Who is this, honey? Why don't you?
1: Well, I'm not going to say whether he is or whether he isn't. But here's what I know. Not one person has ever been in the same room with Chris Albin and Batman. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so you guys make up your own you, you know what you make of that whatever you want to make of that I know what I think I know what I believe so and I'm actually fine with calling him Batman I'm totally fine with that I'm going to just go with it
0: so we got Chris Albin in the studio with us and this is really special for us we were talking before we came on here and, and it has now been 10 years that uh, since the first time we actually met Mr. Albin, or Batman, and uh, <laughs> 10 years, boy, time has flown by. Amazing. I can remember very first times talking to this guy going, oh my gosh, I am so overwhelmed at how much information this guy knows, how much experience he has. And so we want to just say thank you for taking the time to be here in sunny, Southern
3: California with us. Oh, wow. Well, thanks. And and it's great to be here. And and uh, I really want to also say that, you know, um, hi to everybody out there. And I want to uh, say hi to Dave and Melina and Tim. You guys are some of my heroes too because you take action. And so many people uh, hear information and they just don't take action. So you guys um, are, uh, you know, beyond the pale in, in your uh, success. And I appreciate that. And I appreciate being associated with you.
1: Oh, uh-huh. Batman uh, loves us. It's <laughs> <laughs> amazing.
3: You should tell them why you're calling me Batman. Uh-huh. <laughs> so that's a really I don't look anything like him. <laughs> <laughs> we don't
0: actually know what he looks
1: like. It's true. It's true.
0: Well, so we have a saying around around the club and and um it, it's been coined Batman just because, you know, in real estate and and Part of the message that we want to get across to everybody today really is, is all about, you know, I want to be a real estate investor and what does that take and so forth. And, you know, there's not like one thing. And I think that's a, a big thing. I don't know, honey, you might be able to expand on that. And it, when people come in, oftentimes they think they're looking for like one thing, like that secret, secret ingredient, that special sauce, whatever, you know, that magic pill that's going to enlighten me. And, it's really not that it's, it's a totality or a collaboration of resources and people and, and associations mm-hmm. that, um, really are what gives us those, those opportunities. And we call Chris Batman because I literally don't, I, I have no one in my sphere of influence that I, you know, actually can reach out and touch that have the tools like Batman does, you know, he's, he's got every tool in the in the tool belt, you know, and yep. and so in when it comes to real estate and looking at different leads and potential leads, um there's nothing that Chris can't come up with, you know, like he has every tool in the tool belt and so whether that's going to be some sort of creative acquisition or whether that's a buy and hold or whether that's, you know, subject to or lease options or a million different things
1: yeah. Yeah. I think the important piece um, and probably the most important thing that that I can take away from Chris Albin and why I like to call him Batman is because this, when you start with basics, like what I teach everybody, right? In real estate investing, uh, you make your money on your acquisition and you get paid on the exit. So when the market goes up and down, and specifically in California, for example, we have such a volatile market, and that is always a little bit scary for people. So there was a time, right, in 2002 to 2006 that everybody was a real estate investor, and all you had to do is just you know, get your hands on a property, and it increased in value, so you had automatic equity, and then boom, you're a real estate investor. Well, we all now know that's not the truth any longer. So I believe that it's very important if you truly want to have a sustaining, career in real estate investing to have a bunch of tools in your tool belt that tool those tools can be utilized in any market so it's not just your normal acquisition your normal exit strategy and having a bunch of tools and available to you and the know-how is the key to longevity in this business and that's what chris provides right he brings that and that's a, especially now in our market i believe there's so much uncertainty uh, in our market people everybody has an opinion you know, and they look in their crystal ball and obviously nobody has the exact crystal ball. So you have to really, you know, it's it's so powerful to have associations with people that can make money and do business in any market. And that is, in my mind, the epitome of Batman. Any situation, <laughs> he's got a solution.
0: Oh, Very cool. Great, great explanation. So I, I'd like to hear just a little bit, if we could, while, while we've got Chris here, you know, you've been doing this now – what, how many years did you? Do? About twenty four years. Twenty four years you've
3: been. And how how did you get your start in real estate? If you were to go back and tell us, give us a little history, if you would. Well, uh, it, it's a it's a fun story. Uh, my mother and father were real estate investors. Actually, my mother. She was the more entrepreneurial of my um, my parents, but she really loved fixing houses and providing. Uh, safe, sanitary, affordable housing to people. And then as I grew up, I grew up working on those houses. So when I went through college, I was working on the houses, kind of my part-time job. And then – uh I got married I was a school teacher so I wasn't making a lot of money and my wife was a school teacher so together we were doing okay but when she wanted to be a stay-at-home mom we needed to figure out a way to supplement that income mm. so because I'd had a history with real estate it was a pretty easy transition for me to go back into real estate and um start start buying some properties and buy and hold and working on them and Eventually, uh, we owned quite a few, and uh, I was teaching, coaching, and eventually I felt really pressed for time. So I was this big rope in a tug of war. My my students deserved my attention. My, my children deserved my attention. My spouse deserved my attention. My Tenants deserve my attention. Everybody deserved my attention. I just didn't have enough attention to give them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I talked to my wife and asked her if she would support me if we went into real estate full time. And and um, she agreed. And, and so in that first year that I took, I took a year's leave of absence from school. In that first year, I netted more in my first uh, – in my – in, in one transaction then I grossed in my best paid year of mm-hmm. teaching. So mm-hmm. I knew that I didn't have to go back to teaching. So <laughs> we've done real estate ever since. Wow. <laughs> That's
0: so cool. <laughs> so, and when you say real estate, give, give us some idea. Like, so right now you're, you presently continue to work day in and day out in real estate.
3: Yeah. Um, I have uh, an ownership interest in uh, somewhere between three and 400 properties right now. And uh, we manage properties. We do a lot of different things. I wear a lot of different hats. Um, Batman. <laughs> <laughs> but real estate investing has changed. Um, availability of uh, funding has changed. Uh, types of funding, strategies for funding, um, availability of um, – Housing has changed, um, affordable housing, uh, the accessibility for affordable housing is changing. Everything changes, and and it's kind of a point that Melina made earlier, is everything changes and you just have to be aware of what's going on currently because every market is local and every market is contemporary. And if we do something that used to be successful 10 years ago, uh, we may not be successful with what was successful. So, uh, that's, I think that's the important part about being a part of this club. Yeah, very, very good. So
0: <clears throat> I think that's really important too. I, I know when I call Chris, you know, one of my mentors, you know, for me, when I, when I label someone as a mentor, you know, it needs to be somebody that's actually doing what it is that we're doing today. You know, not like going out and finding someone who once did real estate and kind of talked talks about that stuff but someone is actually walking the walk and um i think that's why you know melina and i always talk about how humbled we are that you know chris is willing to be here and Come out to so i I mean, I know you're here for in and out and and our Southern California weather only really, um but it's cold back home, yeah, yeah didn't you say something about like not being able to get in or out because of ice yeah it was
3: it was really icy when we were when we were flying out yeah'm i from east wow. east central illinois so.
0: <laughs> east wow. central illinois, yeah, no thanks, so um nonetheless, I think that's really important um that Whoever it is that you're looking up to, whoever it is that you're associating with, they need to be active in in the market and actually having success in that market, you know, not just talking about it, not studying it and getting ready to get ready. And speaking of getting ready to get ready, you know, we got, we have Tim here today and um, we wanted to bring Tim in the studio with Chris, obviously, because, well... As uh, we, we've said, <laughs>
1: well, if uh, Chris is Batman, what does that make Tim? Uh. <laughs> 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 That's bad. <Yeah. laughs>
0: oh man, mini Batman. <laughs> oh, mini Batman. Oh, yeah, Batman Junior. Okay, okay.
1: I don't <laughs> know what you guys were thinking.
0: Uh-huh. Got it. Tim is like every shade of purple right now. <laughs> so, Tim, you know, you've it's been six six years.
2: No, coming up on seven
0: coming up on seven years that you've been um, actively involved with the group. And and obviously we can look back and remember Tim. I think we've talked to, talked to you before in the studio just about, you know, the journey and the struggle and all that good stuff. And today we, we – well, I, I know this. Was, you would have never allowed Chris to be in the studio and you not drive him here and <laughs> go to breakfast and then after this go to lunch and then after this, you know, you're kind of like a stalker, um, <laughs> potentially. I mean, Chris Chris talked to me about this. He's got, he always said, you know, <clears> there's <throat> this running joke whenever Chris comes to town he flies in and uh, he's here for however many days he's here. And, and whenever the f- we're making the flights, you know, it's, it's like, well, we're, we're, what? Airline or what uh, airport is he flying into? And then Tim's always like, "Hey, I got him. I'll pick him up. I got him. I got him." <laughs> and then Chris hit me up one day and says, "I just don't understand why LAX. When I look at the map, it looks like it's pretty much a direct shot to your house, <laughs> but we end up going like through Bakersfield
1: <laughs> and out
0: through Yucca Valley, down through San Diego, and then we get to your houses and." and Tim tells me it's construction and all this good stuff, and it's quicker, but it takes us like seven hours to get home. And what we've learned over the years is that um, Tim has a bromance (laughs) with Chris or something of that nature, and he utilizes that time. But (laughs) all joking aside, Tim has literally volunteered um, every time Chris has come to town and said in every class Chris is ever done in our our office and um, it shows
1: because
0: it's paid off off. you know Tim comes comes home and be talking about oh yeah we talked about this deal and what Chris is doing here and what I'm doing here and then being able to put that together and then you know today in our club I mean Tim actually teaches uh, one of our classes about probate and um, I mean to think seven years ago did you have any idea what probate was?
2: I didn't. Not until
0: I met Chris. Not until you met Chris. So, for us, I, I, you know, I see my wife across there with a big old smile on her face, and you know, how cool is that?
1: That's well, just so cool. I was thinking about that, and I was thinking, you know, what's really great is that you know Chris teaches probate as an acquisition strategy in you know as part of his his mm-hmm. classes, uh, and Tim. Now you could hear that as being the same thing, and Tim learned about probate from Chris. However. Tim created an entirely new... Probate class that is nothing like Chris's, right? And that's brilliant. It is it's it's a it's an entirely different perspective uh, about probate and what to do and how to do it. And it is innovative, and it is. I know that there's nobody else out there who's teaching it the way Tim is. Uh, and I, like the more I think about it, the more I realize it is a very unique strategy that very few people know how to do. Yeah. And I love that you created curriculum around what you are actually doing yeah so it's that's amazing to create a class out of I mean I guess that's what we've done with all of our curriculum (laughs) right it's you know it's it's truly born out of us doing deals uh and you know because you need to be you have to be creative there's there's a lot of competition in our market so you have to be able to think outside the box and do things outside the box that you know everybody else is doing which is why a lot of people uh come to us for for deals because we know how to go get deals And uh, so, yeah, um, Tim, you've actually created uh, this class based on a couple of or a few times, right, that you used this acquisition strategy. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. We've done quite a few of these kinds of deals now. Um, The class is based on the idea of you're out there doing doing your business, finding all different kinds of uh, lead sources, not just looking for probates. But as you're out there doing these, you know, you're out door knocking, talking to homeowners. You know, pre foreclosures, uh, even um, like Chris talks about. You've got uh, unlawful detainers. You've got the <clears throat> just so many different challenges that people go through that we can come in and help them with through their through purchasing their home. And sometimes you come across somebody who the owner has passed away. Now what? Right. And that's what the class is basically uh, about. Like, how do I help that homeowner? Yep. And uh we've done it quite a few. I've got I don't know, probably four or five that are actively being worked on right now.
0: Yeah. Very cool. Mm-hmm. Very very cool. So <clears throat> Batman over here, right? Batman. And um there's been. why don't we why don't we do this? If I was gonna ask you um Tim, like <laughs> give me an give me an idea where those tools in the tool belt, like give us an actual deal that, that you've um, worked on and closed where you know you had to reach in the tool belt and you know there was a there was a benefit to being able to like where you could identify hey you know what I, I've had all these conversations I've been in all these classes and you know we one of the things that we don't teach is we don't teach people to go out and look for a deal based on a strategy like we don't go look for that specific thing and then say that's the strategy I'm going to go look for you know um, we look at you know the homeowners and the distressed properties and as a lead. And then we, we back into what that looks like. What tool do we need
2: to close this deal
0: to acquire it? Can you give us an example of one of those? And I know I'm throwing you on the spot and you don't have to be specific with names or addresses or anything like that, but just give us an example of one of those things where, you know, for certain (laughs) that, that, Hey, Batman over here helps you have a bunch of those tools.
2: Well, I'm, I'm thinking of one specifically that, uh, Frankly, when we did it, I had ideas, but it wasn't. If it wasn't for the opportunity to drive Chris, the, pro- the deal probably wouldn't happen. Because I specifically remember riding from you know LAX to drop him off, you know, take him to the office, wherever we were going, and I remember actually having the conversation with Chris and talking through what, like, what are my options here? Like, here's my thought process. Am I thinking correctly? And you know what I mean. So I was able to talk talk through that with with Chris and I think that's huge to be able to reach out to somebody who has done it and get that you know 50,000 foot view of you know my 10,000 foot perspective if that makes sense 100 foot perspective <laughs> yeah. like in your
1: face like <laughs> there, right in there, front yeah, of yeah, your face
2: yeah like right there so um there was one particular deal that um basically <clears throat> you know a club member brought it to me Jason and he was getting ready to fix it and flip it and we looked at the numbers. It was a great deal. he He was going to buy this property. he was going to fix and flip it. He probably was going to make somewhere between i'd say forty and sixty thousand dollars, depending on you know repairs once he got in there sure and we you know in talking with Chris and some other strategies, we were able to get very creative with the homeowner uh get the homeowner more money um you know, get them a higher purchase price, and then move forward in a way that at the end of the deal, we ended up making uh, quite a bit more, like three times more.
0: (laughs) Like three times more?
2: Yeah, we, yeah, almost three times more money than Jason was going to make in just flipping it. And the homeowner got more money? The homeowner, yeah, the homeowner had a higher purchase (laughs) price, yeah. Dude, that
1: is a win, win, win on every level.
2: Uh, Wow. awesome. Yeah, and and
0: to even think about. So, let's stop for a quick second. I think a really good point, and Chris can add in, the, you know, his perspective. So, you guys are talking, you're driving, whatever, and I, I mean, I know even for myself, I might have said, "Hey, it's a simple fix and flip. We make forty to sixty grand, and we mm-hmm. flip it, and we move on, mm-hmm. right?" And not even exploring any other options. And I I think that's a really a really big key because right, if, if you're listening to this right now, you're looking for tools to put in your tool belt. Clearly, mm-hmm. right? And so, how do I get more of those tools?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like, how, how do I find those? So do I just you know I I liken it to you know we're pretty much taught you know if I'm going to go get a college degree, I have a list of prerequisites I got to take. I have a list of things that are going to apply to my major, and then I check those boxes, if you will, um, and then I get a degree right I, I take all those classes i pass the classes i get a degree and i'm now finished and that's kind of how our education system it, that's how it works right so that's how we're trained and this is so different you know
1: yeah because the, that doesn't get you a job and that doesn't does not teach you how to make money that's right that's the problem
0: right and 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 so for me, I know it happens all the time. You know, you and I, I mean, our pillow talk is real estate a lot of times and like what we're, what we're doing with deals and what about this? And we could do this. We could do this. It's crazy. We, you don't want to be a fly on the wall at our house, but nonetheless, <laughs> you, you, or maybe you do. <laughs> you, yeah. if you're smart. You will. <laughs> so I, I think that's really important because you don't know what you don't know until you're like right in there. And then Certainly, Tim. And, you'd sit in, in many classes, had many conversations, and then even then, you didn't automatically go, "Oh, from a fix and flip, uh, I can figure out a way to spend this and make three times the money, put more money in their pocket." It was because you you talked through, you had that relationship and association with Chris, and certainly other club members and people, and I know Melina and everybody else getting involved and, and so forth. And that was how you were able to put that together. Does everybody? Am I am I articulating that in a way that?
1: Yeah, I, yeah. It's you know what it is. Here, here's the. I, I think here's the miss, and this is what I was kind of thinking. Like Tim. Um- because it was so creative and so smart. But why don't you or is there a possibility that you can just like name the like what are the just just give us the names of the strategies that you that you used. Like you you know what I'm saying? Solar financing, what was it, right? And then just you don't need to get into the details of it, but just like give the names of each of each tool that you used. How about that?
2: So we used we used a trust. Uh-huh. We used seller back financing. Uh-huh. We used um I mean, obviously, deed of trust and um, security instruments. Uh huh. I, I got to go back to that deal. I mean, yeah. I, I don't. Do I, any, I know that there was a couple. Did you, of –
3: you did you do anything substitutionary? Yes, we did. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. I forgot
2: about that. <laughs> Here's the coach coaching the student. Yeah, so good. You. I forgot. I forgot about that. Yeah. So we used quite a quite a few strategies that, first of all, Chris talks about in class, but in ways that, when I heard him talk about it in class, it was like. I think the the beauty of, like, Chris's classes or even just all of the classes is it will teach you what you need to know. The, the information is there. But when you're first getting started, w- when I was first getting started, I didn't really – I didn't really understand it. I just saw a possibility of it. Right, right. And then once I saw the possibility of it, I was able to see, like, oh, my gosh, that looks like something that this could work in. Right. And then in talking through it, talking through it with you guys, talking through it with Chris right. On on our – you know extra long road trips. <laughs> I was able to, you know, make those shifts inside of that deal and and we did some pretty cool things. It's probably the most creative deal that I've done. I'm mean, I've tried to get more creative than that, but I haven't been able to yet. <laughs> Just cuz things are, you know, not that complex most of the time.
3: <laughs> and and one of the, one of the things that that uh, I really appreciate about what Tim was saying is that um the information is there. information is everywhere i mean you can you can find information anywhere. you can open up a book and find the information. but I think the critical piece is hanging out with and being associated with people who are actually doing what you want to do because there 's always an element of of uh, fear and and um, a, a little bit of concern that you may not be able to do it uh, the way that that is consistent with with uh, law or with contemporary practices or anything else, right. and if you're associated with people who are who are um, literally going out and doing what you want to do're you're, you're going to have a much better uh success rate uh, and and that's that's where a lot of people they they get the information uh and they they can take away the information and they say, "Oh now I know," but there's a big difference between knowing and doing mm. uh and and it's, it's really in hanging out with people who are actually doing, you know, right now I'm, uh, you know, I, I teach strategies. I don't want to be the person who used to do real estate and now teach real estate. Uh, I just, just put a property in escrow last week. Uh, we found it through a lead generation that deals with, um, you know, forcible detainers and, uh, uh, it's an escrow. Um, it's going to be seller financed. It's going to be a, a seller carry back mortgage, and um, you know, right now we're doing our due diligence. So we are checking the lease. There's a tenant there. The tenant's behind, which is kind of the genesis of the lead, and mm-hmm. so we're looking at the lease language and we're looking at the assignments uh but that's going to close next week and so you know I get to talk about that when when I'm with Tim I get to talk about that when I'm in the classes and the the students who are in the classes they get to talk with me about what they're doing and uh and then I leave but the team stays there and the team uh is continually doing real estate and that's what makes a difference here mm-hmm.
1: yeah. well
3: that's awesome that's so cool
0: It's so mm-hmm. cool to hear too you know mm-hmm. thinking back to looking at you, honey, you know, thinking back to here we were 10 years ago and, you know, no real estate under our belt and not really understanding and and so forth. And then to fast forward and here we are with, <laughs> I I mean. Batman uh, 1 and 2? Yeah, right? <laughs> like uh, up and coming and then the, yeah. there's just so many people with so many success stories mm-hmm. and so many real estate deals that are closed. And you think about all the different people that have gone in, you know, all the resources and everything that's been pulled together to allow people to have that, that success. It's just, it, it's mind boggling. It's really great. Um, it's humbling at the same time. I mean, who knew? <laughs> Seriously. We were trying to close our first deal.
1: Right. You know, right. Which of course was a creative deal, <laughs> right. which is really, you know, it was awesome. one of those things. Yeah. And it was because I, I absolutely learned it from one of Chris classes, Chris's classes and knew it was possible, but didn't know exactly how to put it together. It's exactly what Tim talked about. That was our very first transaction. It was the same idea. And we needed to – you – made me see what was possible or allowed us to see what was possible. And then for us to go and find all the resources, the right tools. And then I would just want to say like, quote unquote, the team, you know, to go build your power team, which was something that we were taught to do when we very first, in, you know, and started on this endeavor. Uh, and then at some point we just realized that we needed to create our own team. yeah, And uh, that's what we've been able to do. And that's, what's allowed everything to be, to be possible. I, I was thinking about that. Uh, I don't know why, but I felt like I just needed to – I wanted to go back to um, just really quickly. (laughs) It's maybe a bit of a a rabbit trail, but I think it's important to understand, um, especially for people that are out there that are thinking about getting into real estate investing and understanding that without a lead, nothing happens. And this is where people get stuck. And I don't even know that they, they understand that. Well, we talk about it all the time. Real estate deals are created. They are not found. Mm -hmm. And so you you have to understand what you're looking for. And I feel so passionately that – the importance of getting that information out to people that are struggling to make this business work and understand that that's where the power is, is, is creating a, creating a possibility, which will then turn into a deal. And so just, I was just thinking to myself, my goodness, that the, the class that Tim created is an entirely new strategy really, uh, in terms of acquisition and truly, you know, creating a deal, not finding one, because when it starts out the way he's teaching doesn't start out as a lead. It's not, you know, um, on a list somewhere for sale by owner, or on the MLS or, or, you know, it's not even, it's not even a, a motivated seller yet. It's somebody who's motivated It's somebody who has a problem and doesn't have a solution. So we get to come in and be the solution to somebody's problem and create a win, 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 which is exactly what, what Tim did. So it's kind of like the idea of, um, tax liens, right. Or, you know, tax sales. And I was thinking Dave and I. I bought a some program we flew to some other state you know back in the beginning of our of our days cuz we really wanted to learn how to buy tax had tax deeds people bring this up to me all the time oh do we buy tax liens no we don't do that in California right and so how do I know that because I bought the course and I realized <laughs> it didn't it didn't work here so now we teach how to go after homeowners before they actually the, the property is going to sale so this is very much the same thing in ProBate uh, and I think that's important for people to understand what's possible out there and the power of associations uh, with people that are actively in the market, because you don't even know what you don't know, which to me is very, very cool. Yeah. So I just want to give you kudos, Tim. Thank you. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. sure. And and I want to go back to something you said really early on. You said, you know, we don't teach um, a strategy and then send people out to look for people in that situation. Right. What what we talk about is you know people have challenges and so you find where is the challenge you find out what is the challenge and then you kind of look in your bat belt to find the that strategy <laughs> <Uh-oh>. <laughs> that's going to that's going to meet the 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 challenge or to offer a solution and a potential solution and mo- many people um we you know they deny um well, many people will say no to our solution because we can only offer what we can do. We can't uh, be all things to all people. Right. But uh, once you find that challenge, once you identify that person's challenge, then you have to identify what strategy and what um, technique might might speak to that, that mm-hmm. person with the challenge. And so um, Tim has really mastered the, um, the person whose who's big challenge is that they've passed away. <laughs> <laughs> Turns out that's going to be a
1: never-ending lead. That's right. That's
3: right. That and and if people stop passing away, right, um, the the divorce index will go way up. So <laughs> 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 There'll be leads there. I'll keep that.
2: In mind.
3: Yeah, that, that's funny. Yeah, the longer
0: we live, the higher the divorces are. Uh, <laughs> oh goodness, how yeah. sad is that?
1: Yeah.
0: Wow. Well, this is um this is a really really cool um. Just opportunity for us to take this morning and 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 hang out with both you guys, and super thankful. Um, you know, I was there was a, a thought I had, and somebody brought it up to me the other day. They were they were talking about um, meetup groups like online, mm-hmm. and what I thought of meetup groups online, mm-hmm. and um, and I <laughs> to be honest, I, I well I won't say exactly what I said, but something to the effect of like I don't have time to sit online. And talk about real estate. Like, right. You know? So they're they're looking at going, well, this person has, you know, 100,000 posts on a meetup group online, so shouldn't they have some credibility? And I said, I don't have time to be on a meetup group online. Like, mm-hmm. this is actually what we do all day, every day. And so um, if you're going to do this business, you need to get off your computer and get off of Google and get off of... because you're going to get so bombarded with so much information and you have no idea of the resource. Like who who's behind that post and that information and what that looks like. And for me, it's so freaking awesome that I can be like, hey, Tim, let's go over and see that house we're working on. Or Chris, let's talk about those houses that you just bought or those 50 houses you just sold and bought back and all the different things. Like you can name the address and say, here it is. Not from some like anonymous person somewhere online and you know the this idea that I can close real estate like in my underwear you know sitting in my bedroom and just throw out a million offers and like that doesn't work Nope. you know you got to get out there you got to have conversations and that's a really big a a big key and, and component to this as well we have all these classes and all those different things and honey I know you've done a really great job at this of you know, taking that even to a deeper level, like we're all humans. And at the end of the day, we all have the same needs, desires, wants, so forth. And you got to be able to connect with a, a person on a human level. Yeah.
1: Right. Yeah. So
0: when Chris is saying we, these people have challenges and we present them with offers, we don't present them with offers like as a robot. Right. Right. We present to them offers um, a, a, as a human to put them in a better situation. You know, you mentioned that deal. Hey, we made more money, but so did the homeowner. as it should be and and gosh that is just awesome and and the culture that we've got around you know the club and and just everything the foundation of who we are and really that foundation that you know we serve our fellow man or woman first and the money comes second you know we 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 make money there are times when we make money and there are times when we make no money but we put that homeowner in a better situation yep and we um, consider that a win yeah, and, and we put that in the wind column, exactly.
1: Yeah. I think it's important to understand, and I don't know that everybody really gets this, but real estate is about people. It's not really about bricks and sticks. It's about people. <laughs> the bricks and sticks are the easy part. It's the people that are behind the bricks and sticks that actually matter. And if you can provide a solution for that person, that's where that's where you start to have significance and as opposed to just making money.
2: Yeah, very cool. So- Go ahead. I had something before before we wrap up. I mean, my mind keeps going back to, um, you know, it's on a different vein than pretty much pretty close to the vein that we started on. But I, I I keep thinking back to the first time I sat in Chris's class, and I remember seeing. First of all, he, he very beginning of class, he puts out this challenge, and the way my mind works, he puts out a challenge, and I'm I see this challenge and the numbers that he throw out there like there's no deal there they don't make sense like, yeah and to realize just in that challenge i, I was like holy cow i'm going to love this class right so <laughs> so that was the first thing and then you know in, in sitting in this class you see um he shows like that he's a market indicator right he he literally was able to show me market spikes and he logged in and he showed me list after list after list of properties that either have his name as owner or had his name as the previous owner that I could actually see his activity. And he was like this, um, he was like the superhero. Right. So, so inside of that, he was like untouchable. And then I started getting the opportunity to drive and pick him up. And what I realized, and Chris talks about this in in class too. And I I don't know if he wants to share this part, but he talks about the reason why Batman and the reason, the reason why Batman is because Batman is just a, He's just a man like the rest of us mm. Mm. right he's He isn't a superhero hero he he's not Superman, you know Superman has special powers that none of us have um, you know Spider man has special powers that none of us have, but Batman is just another man, and all he has is tools and he knows how to use them and It really opened up my mind mm-hmm. to that I could do these things, and that didn't come until I started getting a real relationship with Chris and being able to um drive with him and, and just really get to know him, not just, you know, the legend on stage, but I just am so happy to be able to sit in this room with you, Chris. It's, it's awesome. Thank you.
3: Oh, but again, like I said, you know, you're putting it in action. So, so that's what makes me, I mean, you will, you will make more money on, on one deal than I'll make in 10 because I'm in the Midwest, but <laughs> so, so God bless you. <laughs> <It's> awesome. <laughs>
0: Wow, that's uh, that is as good as it gets right there, and I, I appreciate okay. that and and what a great a great ending to this because we're just normal people. Every one of us get up every day, put our pants on the exact same way, right, one leg at a time, and um, but you got to put it in action. You got to put it in action. So with that, we'll uh, we'll call this a we'll call this a wrap. Yep. Yeah. So
1: David Molina, Batman, and Batman <laughs> flipping off. <laughs> Put the out. <laughs>